Hello everybody, my name is Derek Hopperton. My wife Whitney and I have been members of Ninth and O for about three years now. She's on staff with the Family Ministry and we're members of the IC1 BFG. Uh, we love this church and I love these devotionables because I know they're made for busy people, people on the run, people on the go. And if you're a young family like ours or really any kind of family, any kind of person that has a job or a career, uh, busy in ministry, sometimes it's good to just pause, take in the word and let the word speak to you. So I'm honored to share with you today from Ephesians chapter two. And we're going to start in verse 11 and I'm going to read this and hang with me. It's a little long, but it's about something that's very important, especially in today's world. It's about peace. And I don't know about you, but take one quick look at today's headlines. And I think we're in a world just drowning in conflict. And I don't know about you, but on an individual level, I feel like sometimes I just need peace inside myself. And so I think this word will speak to us today. So Ephesians 2, starting at verse 11, it says, Therefore, remember that at one time you Gentiles in the flesh called this uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision, which is made in the flesh by hands, remember that you were at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ, for he himself is our peace. Listen to that right there. Christ himself is our peace who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace. And I'm going to stop right there for a second. I want us to think about this word, peace. You hear a lot in our world. A lot of people think they understand what it means. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those words that's like a diamond with many facets to it. And when you see this word here in the scripture, Paul uses the word Irene. That's a word for peace that is very holistic in nature. It is not just about the absence of conflict, although it does include that. Two parties at war, they cease the war, there's peace. It is about the absence of conflict, but it's about much more than that too. It's the kind of peace that goes beyond the absence of conflict and goes all the way to unity, wholeness, rest. It is a true, deep-rooted peace, a peace that ultimately can only be found in one place, and that's in the blood of Christ. There's a lot of descriptors here in this passage about those who are separated from Christ. And if you back up just a few verses at the beginning of Ephesians 2, it's a passage we're all very familiar with, where Paul talks about how we, as individual sinners, are separated from Christ. We are dead in our sins. We have no hope in the world. And he continues here, no hope and without God in the world. We are completely dead in our sins. We're on our own. We're hopeless and helpless. We are experiencing anything but peace. But just like Romans 5, 1 says, we have been justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's a peace that goes beyond the absence of conflict and goes all the way to unity. And so in this text here in Ephesians 2, Paul is saying that not just us as individuals. He's talking to a whole group of people. He's talking to a collective whole here. All who were Gentiles in this day and age were considered separated from the body of God, the Israelites, the nation that God chose for himself. But in Christ, those who are once far off have been brought near. It's not just the absence of conflict. It's the bringing into. It's a unification. It's a sense of wholeness. And there was a lot of conflict going on in this church in this day. As you can imagine, those who used to be Jews that were now believers thought maybe they had a leg up on those who were Gentiles that became believers. And Paul is saying, no, Christ himself is our peace. Not just individually, 
though, although we need that. But now as individuals were brought to Christ, now we as a collective have been brought to Christ. Whether Jew or Gentile, no matter what background or former religion or former way of living we were, we're now brought and made whole in Christ. That is a true peace. And there's something even still greater that Paul wants to get at here. It's not just a peace where we all get along, playing nice with our friends. I like to tell my kids, be nice today. Be a peacemaker. It's a little different in a kindergarten classroom, although the principle is still the same. It's a lot more than just getting along. God wants something way more from us in our peace and unity with one another. Again, it's a collective peace. It says, by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in the ordinances that Jesus might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace, and that he might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. You know, I think it's important for us, what's the little takeaway from this? It's first of all, consider your standing with God and whether you have peace with God. Don't, I don't want to assume anyone watching this, everyone watching this has that peace. Consider, have you been brought near to God by the blood of Christ? Have you allowed the blood of Christ to make you whole with God? Have you been justified by faith? And if you have, that's where the fun starts. There might be someone down the aisle from you in the worship uh, center. There might be someone in your BFG. There might be someone in your neighborhood that maybe you don't get along with. You might even consider an enemy of some kind. Maybe there's some animosity or strife in your own home, in your own, within your own family, or whatever it might be. Or it might just be in your workplace, or however we view the world that we're living in right now. It's not just that we enjoy this peace with one another. We have to be messengers of peace. Paul says it later in another book, 2 Corinthians 5, and I'll close with this. He says, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 and 18, he says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, and behold, the new has come. That's the individual peace. Then it's the collective. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So here's our calling. In Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us. What? What's our call? The message of reconciliation. Thank you.